Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm your host, Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to be talking about how to generate sales through webinars. So Neil, you've had some success with webinars. Why are webinars great for generating sales? The best part about webinars is people get to know you, you build trust, you can educate them. And after that, they're like, hey, all this information was great. And if this was amazing, I wonder what your paid products or services look like. So then they'll be much more likely to buy. It's really that simple. So with webinars, there's a lot of different software tools available to make it work. So I, I guess I can kick it off with tools initially. So GoToWebinar is very popular. It's, it's owned, by, owned by Citrix. So GoToWebinar integrates with a lot of different landing page tools available to you. Uh, you have a lot of different options. It's just simple to use. And, and a lot of people talk about problems with GoToWebinar. You know, while I have experienced some technical issues with GoToWebinar at times, for the most part, it has been pretty solid. And once you have a good webinar established, you have one that's converting at a, at a, at a decent conversion rate. You know, we're talking anywhere from 5 to 10%. Well, after that, you can convert it into an evergreen webinar. And I'm going to let Neil speak to how evergreen webinars have worked well for him. Yeah, what evergreen webinars are is you record a live one and then you can have one that's on replay. It captures everything from the Q&A to the chat, etc. And it shows it to people. They usually know it's a recorded version. You don't want to lie about that. And of course, you can let them buy as well from there. The key with the webinar software is while they're on the webinar listening, you want them to get to buy on the webinar. You don't want to follow up after and get them to buy. But typically, if you get them to buy your product or service or become a lead on the webinar, you're much more likely to generate sales from it. The software I like using is called Webinar Jam because in Webinar Jam, as you're creating the webinar, you have the chat, you can actually start pitching people on your product or service and then show up a specific buy button at a certain time and get them to buy and the beautiful part about webinars, with a few simple clicks, it'll turn that webinar, if it converted really well for you, into an evergreen webinar. Plus, for people like me, I have too many uh, webinar registrations. When we're on GoToWebinar, sometimes we get like four, five, 6,000 registrants for one webinar. GoToWebinar doesn't allow more than 1,000 people, which sucks. But Webinar Jam has an unlimited amount, or at least I think it's unlimited. I've never tried pushing like 12, 13,000 people through it. So are you using Webinar Jam or are you using EverWebinar? I'm using both. Webinar Jam is the live version. EverWebinar is the evergreen recorded version. Got it. Okay. Now, when it comes to creating a webinar that can actually generate sales, you can't jump into the pitch immediately, especially if you're driving cold traffic from Facebook. So these are you know, people that don't know you or, or cold traffic from anywhere at all. You have to establish some type of relationship. And the best way to do that initially 
is to start educating people on something. You might educate for perhaps 30 minutes to one hour or so, and then you spend the next 15 to 30 minutes after that pitching your product. But the idea is first you're adding value. And because these people have spent an hour with you to, to collect all that value, they've built that relationship with you because getting anybody to spend an hour with you is already a lot of time. It's a huge commitment. So they do at least want to hear about what you have to say next to see if it's something that will actually help solve their problem. So what I'd like to do, I mean, Russell Brunson is really well known in the kind of funnel marketing space. And he also has done a lot of sales through marketing his webinars. And he has something called the perfect webinar. If you Google that or if you search it on YouTube, you should be able to find a video where he gives that blueprint on how you can set up the perfect webinar sequence. And he has a lot of different tactics in there. You know, I've tried using those tactics and they do in fact work. You know, sometimes it might seem like, um, you know, you're being kind of snake oily, you know, salesman type of thing, but that's the same thing when, when you're doing any type of sales at all. But just make sure that you're, you're educating first. So it doesn't mean, it doesn't seem like you're just trying to, you know, force something down someone's throat. If you're educating first and you're adding value, you, you are in fact doing a good job and you're doing what you're supposed to do. I took the opposite approach with my webinar. Everyone told me that, hey, you're giving away too much information for free. You need to sell harder. You don't want to show them what they're getting. You need to leave some mystery. I really took the opposite approach. I'm like, that's not me. That's fine if someone else wants to do that. But what I was like, I was like, all right, I'm going to give an hour's worth of information that's just pure educational. That's so good. And then within my webinar, I say, hey, do you love what I gave you so far? Cool. Well, just imagine that, but something that's even more detailed and more thorough and I break down step-by-step on how to do something, and I even break down how it's a lot of work, which most people won't do, and I talk about how you're gonna get that content over a year period of time, and that it's not gonna drive you amazing results right away, but if you keep at it, eventually you should start getting more traffic and sales to your website. My webinar in total is roughly two hours, I believe, and with the total of two hours, the first hour is on pure education, then the next 30 minutes is on the product or service that I'm selling, and then the last chunk is all Q&A. And the Q&A isn't just about my product or service. The Q&A is also about helping others too. That format's worked really well for me. If you're trying to sell something on a webinar, price points between $500 and $2,000 do extremely well. If it's lower than $500, you usually don't need a webinar. If it's above $2,000, it's really hard to convert someone from a direct buyer. If you're doing anything more than $2,000, what you want to do is collect leads from your webinar and then have a sales team follow up and then close them on a more expensive product. Yeah. And, you know, we've had a client that actually sells a lot through webinars and, you know, it's, it's I believe it's uh, options trading course. And what they reported initially was that basically they got a lot of sales from the webinar directly. And what happened over time was because a lot of more people, competitors started coming into the space what they started seeing was that the follow-up actually started to generate more and more sales. So if you have people showing up through your, your webinars and they, they, let's say they attended and they saw the offer, but they didn't purchase, you can send them emails based on what they've done exactly. So you can do this through Infusionsoft with webinar jam, I believe, or, or with every webinar, um, I believe you're able to tag people that have, that have taken a certain action. And then, you know, you can, you can send them emails based on the action that they took. So that's also very important. In some cases, you can sell them directly, but make sure, I mean, you know, there, there are going to be people that don't purchase. Make sure that you're also following up with these people as well. So you have a, a, lot, a lot of different segments, right? You have the people that um, attended, did not see the offer, attended that saw the offer, did not purchase. That's, that's a segment that you do want to go after. Um, so make sure that you have some type of follow-up sequence automated that can go after people. Worst case scenario, I mean, you can have something that does, isn't based on segmentation and you're at least following up with them um, after the webinar. You also want to make a unique offer that's just to people who are on your webinar. I'm giving you a 
simple example of this. Let's say your product's selling for $1,500 naturally or normally. You can do a deal on the webinar where if you buy right now, it's $997 or if you're a webinar attendee, you can get it for $997. And after the webinar is over, for all the people that don't buy, you want to put them in a countdown sequence. You want to let them know that, hey, after seven days or 10 days, whatever the time period could be, it could even be two or three days, the offer is going to expire. Through tools like Infusionsoft, you can make it where a link expires. So each individual person is given a unique link. And if it's over that time period, they're not able to buy, which means that when you send out these emails, you're not lying. And that's really important. You don't want to make it where you're telling people, hey, this offer is going to expire in two or three days and then letting people a week or two later buy because then no one's going to take your word seriously, right? In addition to that, you also want to make sure that no matter what you're offering, you have a countdown sequence. I can't emphasize that enough. The countdown sequence, as I discussed, is buy within X period or it's going to expire. It's so stupid, but half your sales at least will come from that countdown sequence. I don't know why, but it works that way for almost every single industry that I've tested it in. You also want to make sure that you're utilizing the power of retargeting. We've talked about that a few times already, but you know, retargeting people that are on your list, retargeting people that have also visited your website, that's going to be really important to help you generate people coming to you know generate sales or also generating people that um, you know to, to come check out your webinar. And you can also try cold traffic as well because cold traffic is going to help you scale. Um, so Facebook is great for this. You can also use um, you know other types of advertising platforms out there that are available. So Neil, any closing thoughts on how to generate more sales through webinars? If you're going to use Facebook advertising, that's what most people are using right now to generate sales from the webinar. They're arbitraging. So for every dollar they spend, typically they're earning three or four dollars, which is a pretty good ROI, especially if you have a high margin product. On the worst case, you should be profiting at least two X. So if you're spending a dollar, you want to generate at least two dollars in revenue. And keep that in mind, that's not a dollar in profit. You're going to see refunds as well. You want to make sure you offer a refund policy to anyone who's not happy or they don't find what they're looking for. And with your Facebook ads, your ads will convert the best is if they have a really long story. Just go on Facebook, go like my fan page. Eventually, you'll see one of my ads. And it's really long in which I have a whole detailed story about me and how I got into traffic generation and marketing and how you can learn marketing too. But I tried the short versions, which are just like a video or a few paragraphs doesn't convert well. Yeah, you may not generate as many clicks when you have this long story, but the people who do read it, they're much more likely to buy. All right, and that's it for today's episode of Marketing School. If you have any feedback for us at all, feel free to tweet at us. Mine's at Eric O-S-I-U and Neil's at at Neil Patel. Thanks. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.